Hey everyone, Natamize here again, back with another video. And in this video, I'm here to just talk about um, why, you know, when make building relationships with people to assist you in closing your transactions, 10 million and above especially, why it's important to balance building warm relationships and deep relationships while also building cold relationships as well. <laughs> And so, yeah, you probably may be wondering, what do I mean by cold relationships and all that? What am I really talking about? Yeah, so basically, there are a few conundrums, right? You know, if you're working on raising capital and closing deals with people, you know, you have to... One thing that I've seen that actually works in actually closing the transactions is having very few extremely high-quality relationships with people who can, you know, who are reliable, people who have relationships with the either equity or debt investors for large deal sizes. And those introductions, I mean, obviously people, it's not emotion only, but these people are very scientific, but the, you know, knowing what people want and knowing how to get in touch with the right people, the people who don't waste your time, the people who are real and who actually can, you know, perform at a high caliber. Um, it's really hard to find those people uh, if you're just starting out in raising capital or in mergers and acquisitions or in uh, consulting or investment banking, anything like that, because there's just a lot of noise out there, uh, except for the large firms. So besides, when it comes to the large firms, people know what to do. You know, the JPs, the, um, the Morgan Stanleys, and all that. People know what to do. But when it comes to the small guys, you know, there is a big void and there is a lot of opportunity, but there's a lot of noise as well. So when it comes to raising capital for lower middle market deals, 10 million to maybe 100 million. You know, there are a few things that work. One is building extremely good, like strong relationships with people who are key in private equity firms, people who are in family offices, people who are um, in investment banks that you know that perform. Because anyone can call themselves a private equity firm, anyone can call themselves an investment bank, anyone can call themselves any of these things. But the people that call themselves, but the people that actually perform, you know, are far and few and far in between. So there are different strategies to get in touch with them. And, you know, one is to just make sure you, you know, you build a deep relationship with them, help them out, help people out who are looking to get into positions of authority in family offices and in investment banks and in private equity firms, get in touch with these people and build relationships with these people. Because, you know, when it comes time for uh, you to actually call on them, then they'll be around. And when they're around, you know, then they can actually consummate your deal quicker without going through the normal, um, uh, you know, barriers that all these companies put up, especially if they don't know you. Um, and you would also have some insights into how these companies operate, because if you actually help somebody get to the point where they're working at a, at a mid-market investment bank that actually can close deals for a particular type of deal or a private equity firm or family office, then they'll be inclined to help you as well. So just help people and build these long relationships with them uh, so that the deals can move quickly. So that's one. Two is, you know, although, yeah, you build these relationships, the problem is not depending on too few people, right? So I personally was in a situation where, and this was a few years back, where, you know, I had to learn, you know, get some of the securities licenses and learn about just some of the basics just to get myself exposed and get myself trained up. And in getting myself trained up and learning the basics, 
I also had to, some of it is trial by fire because you know, I needed to have exclusive relationships with people for a temporary period of time. However, if you get too, you know, if you depend on too few people who are at these positions of power, then, um, you know, then you really, you're not really running a business, you're not really free, you're just chained down. And um, you also, you know, you're also dependent on too few parties to consummate a deal. So those are the dangers. So what is really the solution? The solution is to have a process to turn people who you don't know to people you do know because the amount of relationships we can have are, is limited. There is something called Dunbar's limits, which dictates it's you know about 150. So human beings can, can we can't have any significant or meaningful relationship with more than 150 people at the same time. And so that's something, that number, that limit is known as Dunbar's limit. And it's a psychological limit that uh, you know is imposed by people who works at um, you know people who it's funny people who conduct data analysis on terrorists for example they see that how come the terrorist clusters are only 150 um, part of it is because of these um, limitations that people can have with their associations why is it that when Netflix has like Netflix Google Apple all these big companies why is that the hierarchies they don't go any create like any the branches of the hierarchies and the people in the company they don't go greater than 100 or so um well part of it may be because dunbar's limit why is it that even genghis khan ancient ancient uh world domination why is it that they had limitations to the people that similar thing 10 people underneath like i think yeah 10 people underneath and then 100 people underneath each group and 100 people underneath the groups that have 100 people and this was the architecture of an army and you know corporations. So it's really hard for us to have a deep relationship with too many people. So when you fill up those people that, you, you know, and even worse, the first three people, according to Dunbar's Limit and some of the psychology, and you can read some literature after, you know, is that the first three people you have a relationship with are the deepest. The next nine are one level down, and then the next 27 are the one level down. And so it's like it multiplies by three every time. And, you know, you have to value those relationships. And is this Pareto distribution, right? Um, and so the point is really to just hone down and have an extremely good relationship with very few people and then filling up that pipeline as aggressively as possible because we know that we can't depend on too many, too few people. And we have a limitation to how many people we can keep track of at the same time. So the solution is to have a process to take people who you don't know into people who you know you're building relationships with into people you do know deeply and you always have to consistently reach out to people consistently and like maniacally um you have to maniacally reach out to these people who you don't know who may have a mandate um you know who may be in may have a mandate and even those who don't just so you can turn those people from people who you don't know into people who you know you're discussing with into people who are getting warmed up into people who you're consummating transactions with on a quarterly basis and there's no easy answer because those people who you're looking at making cold relationships with uh, they have relationships with people too but you always want to you don't want to just do the warm in the traditional way we live in the information age where we can get access to more people and we want to use both ways so that um, you know we can scale our relationships and we can also build teams for other people to manage those relationships uh, knowing who, who what likes what type of transaction because that's critical uh, with software platforms things like that yeah I mean you know some of it is changing you know things are becoming more um, things are becoming more 
quantitative, but it's temporary. Really, um, human beings are the, are the crux of everything, and technology is only scaling things that are bound by human limitation, um, you know, and augmenting them. So, you know, that's why Erases.com, you know, we have systems to reach out to people cold. We have systems to, we have introductions that we make to associates and our correspondent uh, investment banks who are FINRA registered, uh, family offices who we have JVs with and so on, taking advantage of the warm way and taking advantage of the cold way as well. And when you combine both and you always, you know, building, you're always building your pipeline consistently, then you always win in the long term. Uh, one way or another because you have an quote-unquote anti-fragile architecture where you're not dependent on too few people you know the limitations that you have as a person in your, your relationships and their relationships and then you always have some on the you know in the back burner that are being built as time goes along and so with this you know yeah build warm relationships and cold relationships at the same time and turn one into warm but understand the limitations of both and learn how to play and mix and match with both while others are just bound to one. So I thank you for watching this video. If you would like to learn more about the process when it comes to raises.com and how we help people raise 10 million plus, head to raises.com and we'll make it happen.